0: It's been nearly a year since the WannaCry ransomware attacks crippled the operations of many organizations worldwide, including the national health system in the UK. Meanwhile, the US Department of Health and Human Services recently issued an alert about SamSam ransomware attacks hitting US healthcare sector entities. So what can the healthcare sector do to better defend itself against ransomware and other cyber attacks? I'm Marianne Kolbisak mcgee Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Eli Nasrallah, Director of Cybersecurity Strategy at the Health Information Trust Alliance, or HITRUST. Eli will be speaking to us about some cybersecurity technical recommendations for the healthcare sector, highlighted in a new research report that was issued by HITRUST. So Eli, what are some of the top lessons for healthcare sector entities that have emerged from some of the major ransomware attacks we've been seeing lately?
1: One of the things that brought to light to many of these organizations is the systems that are deep within these organizations are vulnerable to attack. Medical systems are vulnerable, especially the ones that weren't patched. But more importantly, one of the recommendations was segmenting those systems. Better segmentation is key. To isolating these medical devices, but more importantly, gain visibility across the attack vectors going to these critical assets. And uh, one of the recommendations we offered to after the WannaCry incident was utilizing things like High Trust Cyber Threat Exchange. That's analyzing the threats and the traffic going to and across networks. So we're able to analyze the threats across any port and many different protocols, including SMB or SIFS, which is where we saw WannaCry several weeks in advance of the UK breach. So segmentation is key, but also leveraging defense in-depth strategies and ensuring that firewalls are in place and, or IPSs and other layers of defense to protect against the many different threats and not forgetting email too, ensuring that email security is in place as well as Building awareness around spear phishing or phishing campaigns or business email compromise, which targets executives and it targets them via uh, phishing emails that look and feel like they might be coming from a trusted source or someone you know.
0: So, Eli, the report by High Trust makes twelve various technical recommendations. Which ones tend to be overlooked the most by healthcare entities, leaving them vulnerable to these sorts of cyber attacks? I know you mentioned a couple. What other ones?
1: Yeah, I mentioned network segmentation, but also things like uh, breach detection systems or deception technology. These organizations have deployed layer upon layer of defense over the last 20 years and have invested heavily into things like firewalls or IPSs. But this is a new day and age. A new threat landscape is out there, and actually the, the threats are now more sophisticated. We're seeing more and more zero-day threats that are unknown to those other layers that rely on signatures or policies and reputation lists. So it's critical now to, first of all, deploy these breach detection solutions or deception technologies so that we can get a better view and visibility across many attack vectors. So it's not just another point solution. It's something that can utilize numerous detection techniques, gives them the visibility across many attack vectors and utilizes things like heuristics or behavioral analysis, not relying on a policy or a signature to to catch the stealthy, sophisticated, or polymorphic threats that are lurking and coming through many different attack vectors in or across the network.
0: So Eli, when it comes to deception technology, how are healthcare sector entities generally using these technologies? And what are we talking about? Are they honeypots, something else?
1: It's the next generation of honeypots. So HITRUST launched the Cyber Threat Exchange Deceptive Service. So we're actually deploying decoys that mimic healthcare systems, whether it be Epic or Facets or other medical devices like CareFusion. And we lure the would-be attacker into these decoys that look and feel just like production systems but contain fake data so that we can capture their techniques, tactics, and procedures and then share those indicators back into the cyber threat exchange so that the other payers and providers that are part of our threat intelligence sharing system can consume them into their incident response workflow and protect themselves from a new breed of attack or a new ransomware threat or might be targeting these mission-critical systems like EHR or EMR systems.
0: So Eli, when we talk about breaches, often we think about breaches involving the privacy and security of data, private information getting out. What about incidents involving patient safety? Are there certain cyber threats that are most worrisome right now when it comes to patient safety that you think that healthcare sector entities need to really bolster their efforts?
1: Definitely, we're seeing more and more ransomware attacks targeting medical devices and things like medical systems that patients are relying on for saving lives are being targeted, and uh, it's becoming easier for the adversary to to target these systems that have vulnerabilities within them to freeze them until a ransom is paid, making them non-functional. So it's even more critical these days to gain the visibility, not only at the perimeter of your organization, but inside, because the attack vectors exist throughout the, the organization, whether it be somebody bringing in a thumb drive that contains malicious content and uploading a, a weaponized file that will begin the ransomware life cycle. Um, or it could be a contractor plugging in their laptop in their network and infecting file share server that would begin the life cycle of a, a ransomware attack. So it's critical to identify all vulnerabilities, all attack vectors early on, and have solutions that can give the visibility, detect, and prevent an attack from happening at the early stages.
0: And finally, Eli, besides ransomware, what other sorts of cyber attacks are posing the greatest challenges these days for healthcare sector entities based on what you've been hearing?
1: It's definitely spear phishing attacks and business email compromise where the sophistication of the threats are bypassing email gateways and and landing in people's inboxes. And all it takes is one click of a URL or an opening of a a document that's been weaponized, whether it be a PDF, a spreadsheet, or a, a Word doc, or an Adobe Reader file, and that begins the attack life cycle. But these emails are becoming very sophisticated in themselves where it looks like it's coming from a trusted source, from maybe a colleague or maybe a relative or someone you know that had their email mailbox compromised. And it's too easy to crack somebody's password. And once that happens, they have access to your inbox. They can send a CFO or a C-level employee an email. So business email compromise and spear phishing attacks are on the rise because of the success that the adversary has had. And so it's, a, it's an entry point for either uh, launching a, a new attack or a, a spear phishing campaign against an organization. So building awareness around email is key, but also having a layer that can fend against those attacks and detonates those weaponized attachments on the spot before the user has a chance to open them is critical
0: thanks, Eli. I've been speaking to Eli Nasrallah of High Trust. I'm Marianne Kolbazak- McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.